0: Hey y'all, this is Jasmine Castillo and I am going to start a brand new podcast called Hands Off My Podcast. This true crime podcast is for the lost voices of family or friends. They have the story of their loved ones that are or were unalived, missing, human trafficked or exploited because of being a person of color and would love to share your story. Please contact me at Hands off my podcast at gmail.com. Let's make your voice no longer the voiceless. If you fall in my community of LGBTQ2 spirits, Asian American, Pacific Islander, Black, Indigenous people of color, then you're my people. Or if you like to follow and share on any of your listening podcast apps, the te me diga. Today's guest is Maria Vaughn. She is the owner of Vaughn Dance, located here in Greenville, Texas. She is wanting to discuss on expanding the horizons of her company and open up possibilities that may not be here, topics of discussion, her current event here in Uptown Forum, Greenville, Texas, the rising up on her career as a dancer, styles of dance, and a shout out to all her sponsors and support please give a warm welcome to ever-blessed Maria Vaughn. So how are you
1: today? I'm good. I'm good today. Yes, I am. How are you?
0: Very good. Thank you. So you're like literally down the street right now, probably.
1: (laughs) I'm not sure. Where are you located? Greenville. Yeah, well, always down the street in Greenville then. (laughs) Yeah. So So. you you've lived out in
0: Greenville for, for a while. I think I've been here for about six and a half years so far.
1: Okay. Okay. I've been here for um three years, so not that long. Um, but long enough. I've done um some work out here and it's been good. Um and I was gonna say earlier that um I share with you kind of about being that one woman uh band, you know, uh who, who wears many hats and mm-hmm. does it all kind of thing. And uh, that's how it is for me right now. Um too so i understand that that is uh it's tough but it's pleasurable because you can like pace yourself at your own pace kind of thing exactly
0: exactly you don't have to have anybody yelling over your shoulder like micromanaging but i think in our in our minds we also do that to ourselves anyways (laughs) you know it shouldn't take this long why is it taking so long oh my god completely understandable completely understand i actually was looking up your website, I've looked at it before, but I looked at it again. And it's like you have such an amazing background, especially with like the types of categories of dance choreography and classes that you have. You said you have like three sectors. Right.
1: I, yeah, yeah. So three kind of divisions of the company. And that's that's kind of what I'm building it up to be. Um, we don't really do too much burlesque currently that's more like if I go and perform with somebody but it hasn't um been very recent with that so that's kind of on the back burner right now but at some point um after we've done more of our classical work and we have a good reputation for that then then I think we will do uh you know some some burlesque kind of work as well mm-hmm. um you know in in the places where it's welcome uh, oh of course of course yeah yeah, yeah. and then we have um kids involved mm-hmm. too a little bit just um, in the performances. So we're going to work with um, Studio A and have some of their kids in our Christmas performance. Cool. And so um, that kind of has its own name, Bingo Fongy, because mm-hmm. we started, um, we started that, that's a name that my daughter and I gave it together. So I started that with my daughter and she started dance when she was two. Oh, wow. So, um, but now she likes to do her own thing. She likes to do sports too, as well as dance. It's yeah. nice.
0: So that helps out a lot when you're dealing with sports because you're dealing with uh, reflexology, I guess you could call it. Keeps them limber, keeps them less injured when they have dance involved, because that's kind of like the warm up and cool downs, correct? When you do, before you prepare or perform for that types of dances, you have to warm up those muscles. So she probably has the same concept when you're dealing with sports, because uh, there is a lot of injury involved with sports. Um doesn't matter what type of, I mean, it could be from soccer to baseball, uh, football basketball and uh, tennis etc so she's got some good qualities she's getting from her mom that's awesome
1: that <laughs> oh, is awesome thank you yeah. yeah yeah so
0: so you said the sectors were um the vaughn dance Classique <laughs> uh-huh, and the, Ving- yeah. the vinga vangie yeah. uh-huh. and that's for the children on a professional level cool and then and I- they have the vaughn dance brulesque so i was like thinking like what would I do if I ever started dancing again? And I was like, ah, to me, that sounds like even more fun to do because you're not in one spot on the floor versus being on a pole. I know right. it's a different category, but just the thought of the arm movements and the leg movements and the con. And I was watching some of the videos, it's like, it's so graceful, but yet it's very seductive at the same time, almost like a dom like a dominating like the female here I am, you yeah, know, watch out. You know, I'm pretty hot if you try to touch, you know, kind of a <laughs> thing like that. That yeah. that spicy, tangy, mysterious type of uh dance performance. And it's like I love dance. And I mean, I'm not sure if I've ever mentioned it in my other podcasts, but I used to do um. A lot of Latin dances. I've done Afro Caribbean dancing. I've also had um, ballet back in the day when I was maybe four years old, but okay. that was a it long
1: counts. time ago. It still, <laughs> it still counts though, it's still probably in there somewhere. Yeah,
0: well, it's almost yeah. 40 years ago.
1: <laughs> so, okay. yeah, well, well. <laughs> it's, still. it's, it's probably
0: like, still in there. Yeah, it is because. I did cumbia, chacha, merengue, um, salsa, and uh, a lot of the Afro-Caribbean dancing. I love that. And that oh. was kind of like uh, just getting in touch with culture and the vibe yeah. and the feeling in the it's almost like a, it's a the language of dance because everybody can understand dancing. It's very uni- universal language. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're without even opening your mouth, you're telling a story based on your movements and performance. So I think that's amazing. I love it. I just like when I was like, oh my gosh, she's coming on as a as a guest. i like, I would l- I just love to know more about you are from are you moved from New Orleans?
1: Yeah. I yeah I did live there technically I lived in Kenner which is like outside of New Orleans but it still counts yeah. uh, <laughs> you know it was down there and and I worked in New Orleans and stuff as well so yeah that was always an interesting experience and something that I have um, respect from it was a good place for me uh, in the time when I spent there yeah, yeah that is yeah. awesome um, awesome and I did. Um, we were talking about burlesque and that's that's a very adult um, thing, but it's uh, very fun. It is because mm-hmm. you tap into your inner sensuality and your inner, your deep inner, you know, fetishes, I guess, too, and all the things that like you keep hidden, yeah. but you can express it through dance mm-hmm. and you don't have to speak about it. <laughs> exactly you know and uh it goes pretty deep from that sometimes and i enjoy teaching it mm-hmm. a little bit that is fun um yeah
0: yeah, yeah. so like it is the um it's the unspoken uh language of love and seduction when it comes to performing different specifically like the brulesque but um i could compare it to the pase doble the passe doble is like you know yeah. the latin dance But even though you see the man have that stature in that masculinity, he's actually following the woman. The woman is, it's very uh, you think the man is actually leading. It's the woman. She's the woman who's leading the dance. And he's kind of like following suit because he's trying to conform around her, her body and her movements to accentuate her, her performance and her, in the story behind it. So it's like, it's it's really, it's beautiful that um, when someone can perform it, I miss ballet. I mean, just the whole point of uh, this whole pandemic thing, the list of things that I wanted to go and enjoy um, some of the ballets in the theater and all of that. But I'm like, now I got to definitely got to put that back on my list because I'm like, okay, you know, or maybe we're going to go on shutdown again, but I don't know. Speaking of performances, you have something coming up and I and I and I wanted to make sure that everybody gets to know about that. It's the Whimsically Eloquent Remix. Remixed. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So that's going on on uh, Saturday, August 28th. And there is I do have your website for the link for tickets, too, because um, I want to put that in the show notes. I think this is awesome because you're going to be performing at the Uptown Forum in Greenville, Texas, and the thought of having something so vibrant in the small town is just, I'm excited just even talking about it, but tell me more about, (laughs) tell me more about, um, about you and, and what's your position and the reason why you chose this journey.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I have a lot to share. So, okay, let me start with uh, whimsically eloquent remix, which we are talking about right now, and mm-hmm. then I'll get into those other things. Whimsically eloquent remix is um, like a repeat performance of whimsically eloquent sort of we started uh we're resetting the piece and we've got four dancers instead of two so we're adding two more dancers in. Okay. so what i'm kind of thinking about with those dancers is kind of bringing a little bit more of a funkier side of uptown forum into it and um, trying to play with the stairs just a little bit more Um, Because I really love those stairs and account for them. Honestly, they remind me of the moving stairs in um, Harry Potter, if you're familiar with that. Mm -hmm. Um, And every time I look at them, I just think of like the moving stairs and how they would move. I want to uh, bring out new things with these new two dancers. And so some of the pieces uh, may look similar but we'll have new movement added to it. So it'll look totally new, you know, like redone. And then are completely different. Um, we have two solos instead of two of the other pieces. It should be a lot of fun. We also are supposed to have two cellists this time. Okay. So it's basically like we're doubling everything that we had the first time. And Town Forum, it's very interesting. I know one of the pieces that we're going to work on, it's going to be fun to figure out the spacing <laughs> yeah right <laughs> for it, sure i i
0: walked in there but i have i did not get to see the stage so i'm not sure how big it is but right um you're trying to get feel the space because there's going to be a lot of people there and you want to make sure everybody sees it on all angles if right. they're sitting on what part of the state of the so seating. what
1: we're doing with that is we're dancing in when you walk in there is going to be seating right there. And we're dancing in the center part and we're dancing on the stairs as well. And So there's going to be seating right when you walk in and on the floor, and then there's going to be seating in front of the elevator between PISOs and the wind in the willow um, on the floor. And then there's going to be seating um, above PISOs. There's going to be like three seats there available. And then there's going to be seats available above the wind in the willow. And so the above seats are probably going to be your best vantage point of view um i think that the floor seats will equally be as good because when i direct i watch from the floor so Mm -hmm. it it should work pretty good we're also doing it virtually so we're going to have some cameras set up like for people who don't live in greenville they can watch it virtually as well cool very cool yeah, that's going to be interesting, really putting it all together. But we've got a lot of uh, good people working on it. Um, Brett Lamarck and Gabe Mendina, is they're working on the virtual uh, part nice. of it.
0: The journey through dance, um, what made you choose that journey and, um, yeah. and how did you get started and, and why did you choose?
1: I've done quite a lot of dance because at a certain point growing up uh well i started dance when i was seven actually and then you know um but i was always really dancing i remember always dancing to music that my parents would play or dancing outside on the uh, you know in the garage or in in the driveway kind of thing I would <laughs> dance so I would play with the jump rope and dance with it <laughs> um you know so I was always dancing but then when I was seven I got to take ballet for the first time and it was wonderful mm-hmm. and um but at a certain point you know things kind of um you know as you evolve you kind of build groups And things get a bit catty sometimes, especially in the arts. And so at a certain point when I was 15, I decided that I wanted to do it my way. And so I wanted to have my own dance company. And so that was the goal. Mm -hmm. But I would take the steps that I needed to in order to get there. And so uh, when I graduated from high school, I went to, um, to college. I went to the University of Southern Miss and I got my degree, my BFA in Dance Performance and Choreography. And cool. um, that was a process, you know, and I eagerly pushed towards uh you know doing my own company um, I took I have a business management minor, so I took like an entrepreneurship course, and that was you know eye opening uh, I took business management, and so I had to have a background in business as well and um know so that has helped and then when i got out into the world i i kind of that's kind of when i really dug into burlesque as well as other you know aerial dance kind of things um Mm work as well then i moved to new orleans basically to kenner louisiana Mm -hmm. and um and worked there and then I moved to I wanted to move to the beach uh who doesn't oh.
0: right exactly water right. is so water is so soothing so, I tell you
1: so I did uh it was just you know the Mississippi coast so not necessarily the best beach but definitely for those beach farms out there any is uh-huh. beach you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> now, So I'm in Ocean Springs, Mississippi, and I did a lot of burlesque work there, Um, but I also did a lot of solo work under the classic name of Bond Dance, Um, and you can see that on our website. Mm -hmm. Um, And so uh, eventually I moved to Greenville. We needed a change from things, and uh, it was a good change, change for the positive. And since I've been in Greenville, I've done dancing with other dancers. We've Mm -hmm. done Let's see, three full-length concerts. Wow. Um, Yes, three. The first one was Storage Unit Stories that ended up being at the Texan Theater. Okay. um, Right across the street almost, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, Then we did uh, Whimsically Eloquent, and both of those were in 2019. And then 2020, we didn't uh, do any performances, but May of 2021, this year, we did Awakenings, one also at the Texan Theater. And yeah. you can see a, a nice, lengthy uh, review of that performance on our website or also on our Facebook, page. Cool. Very nice. So it, I missed it. It was a good one. It was a good one.
0: So, yeah, that yeah. is a long journey. I love going from such a positive journey. It's like the transitions that you've gone through. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And just to see the different places in um the southern states and all that it's just yeah it's yeah. awesome it's beautiful isn't it yeah i've i've traveled a lot <laughs> it's like a, a lot of traveling through all the states i think i've gone through 32 states so far oh, wow. okay yeah driving not no plane ride just driving right. yeah that's me yes. so yeah i'm the driver <laughs> when it comes to something like that i'm like i want to enjoy the view the beautiful landscape when you go from one border to another like when you hit Oklahoma and Texas border the trees just like literally transitioned like go from like evergreen to like palm trees it's like it's amazing so
1: interesting to see like how the states differ you know nature wise particularly Mm -hmm. because that's that's one of the beautiful things about the United States of America to be honest is like the different um types of weather and the different types of natural plants and trees that you see Mm -hmm. and like even the different like different variations within variations for example palm trees Mm-hmm. They're tall in Florida and they're short in other places. Yeah, exactly. Though, and it's like, okay, cool. <laughs> exactly. I like that. It, it makes it fun. And you can drive not very far and not very long and see something different. Yeah. That's pretty exciting, to be honest. You can go from palm trees to tumbleweeds to cactus to like waterfall to like, it's like all in Texas. It's like a maze. <laughs>
0: I know. So amazing. I know.
1: And it's like, it kind of makes me wonder, is it really like, is there like, it kind of takes me to my conspiracy theory. Yeah, <laughs> Like, is this all an experiment? But I just try not to listen that part of my brain. You know? <laughs> I know. I appreciate it and enjoy it. That's what it is for me right now. Exactly. You know I mean? <laughs> it's just so
0: beautiful. Amazing. You just can't believe your eyes sometimes. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. What is your best tip for making the world a better place?
1: Mm. Yes, if you have an idea that is in any way positive and it can make at least one person's life better Mm -hmm. or your own, then you should do that idea. Because even if it fails, it was worth a try and you can make it better if, you know, if it's worth doing. Or you can come up with another idea. There's so many choices out there. Yeah. Absolutely. For example, if you see something like a homeless person and you think maybe I should feed them, I would work towards having bags of food in your car to where you can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: that's very true. I mean, I used to drive around because I've always had a, like a dog. Uh, sometimes I would have I would have my dog come with me at night because I worked the night shift and. Having a pit bull next to you when you're driving in shady industrial places to pick up COVID specimens in the back of a building, I think it's beneficial to have a dog with you at that time. So I always carried like big Ziploc bags of dog food. And then I drove down by quick trip real quick uh, here in Greenville. And um, there was a gentleman who was on the side of the road and he had like three or four dogs. One was a couple of them were in the stroller. Some of them were like sitting next to this really, really busy street, the, the bridge. Q-tip. they call it quick trip god they, uh, they'll call it whatever but yeah, anyways <laughs> yeah. he was there and uh, i had a big bag of like dog food and um you know some people uh, they just think like oh completely just try to ignore him just try to ignore him he'll he'll go away that's not something you should ignore that the reason why people have passed by is with that same type of mentality you can't pass by someone who is that could be a brother sister uncle aunt father and And
1: sometimes sometimes what people will do is think that praying for them is good enough praying for them is good yes Mm -hmm. but if you can act on it too yes you think you should do that
0: yeah praying is Mm -hmm. yeah i completely agree praying or
1: or thinking some people will just pray it away i think you have to act on it too yeah
0: Pray, praying is for everything, but you got to add a little some, some, some with that. It's just, you know, it's, you're in that moment, you act on it in the kindness of your heart and pray about it while you're doing it and pray after, you know, but the point is that you actually took initiative in helping somebody out yeah. outside of just, oh, I'll pray for you, honey. I'll pray when I get home, and I'll you know. Yeah, you know, right. it's yeah. it's the now that but they if, need it. If
1: you can, I mean, but there's situations where you can't obviously. Yeah. Yeah. For example, if you are driving in Dallas on the I-30, you know, there's a specific spot or more than one spot where people are walking around with cups and I don't see any way that I can possibly stop to help you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't even throw out a bag of food. It's going so fast, the traffic. I'm sorry. I, that's, I'm definitely going to pay that away because I have to be safe. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's There are circumstances. There are, but I think, you know, work towards what you can do. Yep. You know, yeah, it is. It's, it's dangerous it.
0: for all, all of them, it's for myself as well as for them. You know, I'm trying to take into consideration that. But I, there's times where I've stopped at a red light and all of a sudden it turned green and the you know, someone's with a sign on the side saying, you know, da 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 can you help me? Or the sign says, God bless or, or whichever, anything is anything you give us is appreciated. And there's times I have to yell out like real quick, like, are you guys hungry? Like, yes, okay. Well, I'm gonna do a, you know, do a Yui. And, you know, cause I'm coming, I'm in the area anyways, I'm gonna drop off a specimen. So I'm like, we'll, we'll stop at this, um, you know, Arby's or whatever the restaurant is at. And so, cause I said, I wanna be in a safe spot. Both of us, you know, if there's an opportunity like that, I'll do it. And so that's what I usually do. But there's something like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know, I don't want to throw change at you and be rude about it. But like, I got a green light and there's people behind me and everybody's in a rush hour. So do what you do what you can do. And if you can't, you know, prayer is probably the 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 thing that you can you're able to do at the time. So if you could hold on to one memory from your life forever, what would that be? Uh,
1: picking one is hard but yeah it is i will do it <laughs> okay i will do it and i have a picture of it probably most definitely the day i gave birth to my daughter maybe not the pain in the labor but the uh moment i held her
0: oh god yeah and, that's that's yeah. beautiful
1: and then there's dance memories and all that kind of song oh
0: yeah well it's all It would be hard for me to answer this that question for me personally because I have three boys, so I would have to wrap it all up in one. I only have
1: one right now, so I can say that. You know, that's hard if you have more than one. Yeah. Put that on you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Write that down as a note. You know. Okay. Yeah. But um, that's awesome. It is such a beautiful thing to actually be. Um, after you've spoken and talked to your your child from, you know, from the outside in and just talking to him or her and reading books or singing or just doing the things you love while they're still attached to you <laughs> and then coming out into the world and just get to embrace them for the first time. The first arms that they get to enjoy are yours. Yeah. Such a beautiful thing. It is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So I can wrap all that in one, just that point in time for all of my children is to be available to, to embrace them. Some people are not able to do that. Um, yeah. So yeah. that is a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: So what does your future hold? Dance-wise, it holds Whimsically Eloquent Remix. And then we're going to have a Christmas concert as well. The first weekend in December, um, oh, okay. you know, and then next year, I'm sure we'll have some pretty good things happening as well. We will definitely have two or more performances. This year we had three, so we'll probably do something similar. Very nice. Year. Um, and we're working on some um, some videography, some dance for film uh, as well in the background. We're working, and I would like to at some point finish the uh, the compilation of dances or the, um, that piece, that, that work. That I've been working on with the male dancer as well as the female dancer, where the female dancer has um, three different solos that have been done, and then the male will have three solos, and then there'll be three duets, so that that all will be an evening length work. Wow, we'd we'd like to uh, work on that, but I think now it's going to be for film. I think it's going to be a dance for film, evening length. Very nice. So at some point, I'd like to finish that. Now, personally,
0: Mm -hmm. my
1: future—I have a significant other, and we talk um, of—you know—we definitely someday do want to get married. So, he's working, and he's working on his end of things. So, we'll see what happens there. Yeah, (laughs) I I wish the best absolutely for everything you. Um, And my daughter, she is uh, eleven and she's turning 12 very soon she's gonna have her party at splash kingdom and she's gonna have a sleepover afterwards so that should be fun um and then who knows who knows what my future holds i know (laughs) for sure uh for a while my work is here in texas you know i also teach dance for other people uh you know their studios that kind of thing and i teach yoga um and so you know, futuristically, I definitely want to keep those things going, as well as the company right now, my people and my work is here in Texas. So my future currently looks like it'll be in Texas at some point in the far future. I definitely, you know, want to be back at the beach, living at the beach. But Mm -hmm. you know, that might be when I'm, you know, much older, like I'm my 30s now and I'm 32 and I'm thinking you know maybe when I'm like in my 70s or 80s we can move oh yeah oh yeah for sure or you know maybe younger but at the same time I'm thinking things are here for a while Mm
0: -hmm. so well I'm glad that you actually you're thinking that far out some people are just like oh day to day and I it, it makes sense that people like to live day to day um, but you also want to live peacefully in something that you enjoy doing until the moment you no longer can do it. Right. And that's a beautiful thing to, to just kind of reconsider, like, what do you want to do? Um, and it doesn't even have to be at the point where you retire. Just something you love right. to do, keep doing it till so your feet can't move no more, you know, that oh, kind right. of a thing.
1: I would, <laughs> I would like to be like the Yoda of dance a little bit just in my own way (laughs) yeah like I'm at least warming up with my dancers when they warm up I'm at least stretching with them when they stretch maybe I'm not performing or maybe all I'm performing is like my my infamous solo that somehow I create or whatever Mm -hmm. but I I would like to at least be warming up with my dancers and even if I have to use a cane like Yoda used, you know, and then I can do like he did in that last <laughs> one where he throws it and he does some awesome ninja stuff. Right. And, well, maybe maybe I can do that with dance if I can. I just wanna keep going, you know. So but if I move to the beach it will just be transferring work kind of thing. Transferring, okay, so we're gonna relocate. <laughs> Well that's
0: that is awesome. That is so cool that you think that way. So who has been the kindest to you in your life? And it could probably be more than one person if you like to do a shout out to the for the kindest people so far in your life.
1: I can probably do a shout out, but I'm gonna answer it honestly that there have been a lot of kind people and there still are a lot mm-hmm. of kind people in my life. The kindest <laughs> of all though. You know, is the definitely the higher power? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, God, right? Mm -hmm. Um, He's given me all of these people, right, right. You know, and and he's kind through these people. So, but I mean, I definitely have to say that some of the kind of people that I've I've known, Memo, who is Robin Adams' mother, um, she she's passed away now, but they took us in when we really had nowhere to turn, Mm -hmm. not necessarily physically, but in a, in a family kind of way. Ronan Adams is still alive. She has her own dance studio in Mississippi on the coast of where they are. Yeah. And then, I mean, there's a list of other people. I'll try not to forget anybody. Um, Brett Lamarck and my daughter, obviously Penelope, you know, and then for the company, who's been so good to us, like our board members. Tom Jeffries, Gail Sprinkle, Nicole Strickland. Um, and then as far as with space for us to use in or dance in mm-hmm. and perform, you know, with a town forum coming up, that's Gail Sprinkle. But um, Texan Theater and all their staff, Barbara Hornan, who owns that. And actually, um, and Ashley Davis, who owns Studio A, we've been able to use their space a lot that's and, amazing. and here in Greenville. And then we've got some sponsors right now. We just have one, but we're always looking for sponsors uh, because we do nonprofit work as well that I can tell you about real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, but our sponsors are NOPS AC LLC, mm-hmm. and they're an AC company out of Farmer's still. They've definitely been kind to us as a company. Um, mm-hmm. And awesome. there's a heck of a lot more people. I mean, my family, you know, growing up, we definitely had some fun. <laughs> you know there's definitely been high points there low and high that's that's going to be the answer to that question oh
0: that <laughs> and is that, so that's awesome. a tough
1: question
0: yeah it awesome. is isn't it i'm like why do they make it look sound so easy And it's like yeah. there's so many people in our lives that we have touched and other people have touched uh in our lives and i hate to feel like i've left somebody out But Mm -hmm. it's like when you get caught in that question, like, oh, I just like stumble like, oh, my God, oh, my God, who am I supposed to say? And and, but yeah, you've you've pretty much got everyone down the list on that. And that's amazing (laughs) that you have some such wonderful people who have you've touched and vice versa in your life. If someone was wanting to get to know more about what and where your performance is going to be taking place or know more about. Uh, the types of uh, performances or dance styles. Where can the listeners contact you if they're wanting to know more about you?
1: Oh, right. Okay. We teach dances for the Children's Hospital of Dallas. We teach dances to them, um, ones that, you know, accessible ones. And we teach dances to the uh, elderly at Legacy at Willow Bend in Plano, Texas. Okay, cool. Um, we also teach chair yoga to the senior citizens at Harrison House here in Greenville. Mm-hmm. Um, we are working with Feed My Sheep in Punk County. We take food sometimes out to Dallas, sometimes around Greenville in the DFW area. And then we're also going to be working with Abba's House dancing um, during their services as well as possibly teaching some yoga there. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what we do right now, nonprofit-wise. So if anybody's interested, to answer your question, mm-hmm. um, if anybody's interested in getting more information about Bond Dance or anything that we're doing, um, they can contact us at Vondance at gmail.com to email, or you can, I prefer a text, but a uh, call is fine. Um, leave a voicemail. Uh, the telephone number is 786-857-7434. Good way to find out a lot of information is to go to our website, which is bondamp.net. Mm-hmm. We also have a LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, and TikTok uh so we do dabble in the social media as well cool uh, well those will be interesting if you find them but they're basically you know we just keep you informed let you know what we're doing so and that's amazing yeah
0: and if anyone is interested in getting in before it's too late for the whimsically eloquent remix in greenville texas the tickets are on your von dash dance dot on Saturday, August 28th, 2021, 4.30 p.m. Central Standard Time through 5.30 p.m.
1: We're definitely always looking for sponsors. You know, we hope a lot of people will come out to our performances mm-hmm. as well as, you know, maybe watch them virtually, too. Uh, those are those are some big things that we're looking for um, as a company. But, you know, in closing, I just think be kind and be loving and be peaceful. Mm hmm. That's what the, you know, the t-shirt, our company mission, our company, you know, little motto is um, for a peaceful and creative spirit. So beautiful. Yeah.
0: Well, that's a great closing. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you dear. Appreciate it so much. You have a wonderful weekend and um, I will talk to you soon. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you for listening to Noise Paloozion Podcast. I'm Jasmine Castillo, also known as DJ Jim Jam. If you are wanting to be promoted on my podcast, please reach out to me if you are a small business, entrepreneur, musician, or artist. www.jasminecastillovoice.com Stay tuned for the next upcoming episode.